You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, and welcome to the Stream of David Show. As a follow-up to last week's very popular episode of the Stream Live, that was our third installment of the Stream Live from a live channeling Q&A event that we did on Facebook, we're going to give you another one of those in this episode. This one is with uh, my friend Liza Jane Wolf, who channels a group of entities that she calls the MVP. And she hosted uh, last week on Facebook Live on Spirituality Gone Wild. And some fantastic questions came from Liza and from the audience. A lot of new information from the stream. So get set to hear directly from the stream. Here we go. We are here. Welcome. Our pleasure to have you as always. It's good to be here as always. You've done a good job raising the vibration to a very high level. We feel there are questions swirling around, so we can dive right in. That was my question. As always, you plucked it right out of my head. So, is it possible to have a hidden fear that causes resistance that a person may be unaware of? There are underlying fears that you have that, that, that are so innate in you in your way of thinking that you don't even identify them as a fear, yet they are fear-based. They are, they are a negative emotion that is rooted in fear. And, and, and there is nothing going on in your vibration that with some work and some intentionality, you cannot sort of unpack and, and arrive at a conclusion that is accurate as to why that is, how that is, and how to change that. Because everything about you is your creation. You, you, you are an amalgam of your eternal soul consciousness that you projected into a human body, vibrationally aligned with, with your parents and point of entry and culture and all of that. And all of those circumstances come together to, to make you a, a one-of-a-kind physical imprint so, so that you can have a one-of-a-kind, unique human life experience while you're here on planet Earth. So, so all of those components of who you are, including your, your unwanted aspects, are your creation. And anything that you create, and you create all of it, you can change, and, and you can explore, and you can set powerful intention to, to not even so much identify what the origin is, but simply set the powerful intention for change. And, and all of the other components will just manifest themselves. The, the, the universe does not send you anything without your invitation. But once you send that invitation out, the universe has magical ways of sending you everything you want and need to arrive at the destination that you're in alignment with every time. Awesome. Thank you. So, and then this kind of leads into that. So our next question is, why do I get the opposite when I set an intention? Generally, because you are setting the intention from a, a, a place of, I, I need this. 
I need this thing to make me happy. It's a, it's a, it, the vibration is one of need. And, and when you set an intention via the vibration of need, the universe hears that you need it and continues to give you the circumstance of needing it. You need more money. Yes, you're right. You need more money. You're going to continue to need more money. The, 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 the needing is, 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 is where you get yourselves tripped up very often. The other, the other thing that can occur in your vibration is when you have a, a powerful intention that is based in overcoming a fear. So if you are receiving the thing that you are fearing and not the, the solution to it, your fear is stronger and more active in your vibration than the solution. So we guide you to release the fear. Your fear mechanisms as humanity on planet Earth, the, 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 the linear time that you are in right now is so active. Your fear mechanism developed in you it is the, the, the most intelligent species on planet Earth to, to keep you out of harm's way so that you could continue to ascend to a higher vibration and create everything you have created on this planet. So the contrast of that <coughs> is that the, the, it, throughout that creation, the forming of societies and all of your rules and laws and, 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 and things that did indeed help facilitate the society building, the fear mechanism was tapped into by your leaders and exploited and continues to be exploited. When you really identify what fear is and, and look at your advertising and look at your rules and look at your government and look at your religions and your culture and your family traditions, how much of that is rooted in fear? It is very overactive in all of you across humanity right now. And if we get nothing else across to you in our message other than this, the detuning of fear is the thing that is going to deliver you collectively to a higher vibration. Now, understand that when you reach that higher vibration, you are not heading towards some type of utopia where you're all going to lay around and agree with each other all day. You are still going to have contrast, but the higher vibration is going to allow you to utilize your contrast in a more constructive, positive way. And, and, and certainly, the, the, the entire cross of humanity is nowhere near ready for this. But those of you who are, are in the right place. You have manifested your path to these teachings, to these humans that share this message. And in doing so, you are readying yourself vibrationally to move up to a higher level of understanding your life as a human being and your eternal soul consciousness existence. And it makes your lifetime, what you have left of it, so much more enjoyable and productive and abundant and clear. We cannot share enough the value of clarity for all of you. When you see your world through our eyes, and of course we are energetic, we have no eyes. When you see your world through our perspective, your life changes. You realize there is no need for you to ever be right. There is no need for you to ever argue. There is no need for you but to have full appreciation for everyone else on your planet, whether you agree with them or not. It is all lower vibrational stuff that takes you down into negative creation territory, as David has shared, and that is not where you wish to be if you wish to be joyous and abundant and clear. So I'd like to add a, another aspect to that. So a lot of people talk about having subconscious fears that they just aren't aware of and they don't know how to become aware of them to release them 
could it be so simple that it's it's only subconscious because you're choosing not to recognize it not that it's really the, the subconscious you? aspect is simply that it is so ingrained in you that you are running on autopilot with it and and and, and you you can you created your subconscious mind you did that there is no you are not a puppet on a string. There is no assertion from source. We are the source of all creation. We, we flow to you in love, but, but we are not controlling you in any way. That, that is not the point of your physical life. The point of your physical life is for you to come and, and receive your expansion by figuring it all out or not. So your dominant conscious thoughts are simply programming your subconscious mind to run on autopilot even when you are not consciously thinking the thought. So you can shift your dominant focus of your conscious thoughts and overwrite your subconscious thinking and, and overwrite who you are in the process. Because that, 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 that story that is playing, that you are projecting out vibrationally in your mind 24-7, consciously and unconsciously, when the two are married together, that is creating who you are and how you are and, and what you are. You have the power to change all of it. And the more you focus, <clears throat> the more you make your work being up your spiral and positive emotion and focus on what you want as opposed to what you don't want, the more you are going to start rewriting that subconscious thought train to a version that serves you better. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, and you mentioned that when we ascend or we reach those higher states of consciousness, it's not a utopia where we're all sitting around getting along, you know, loving each other. It's not a love fest. So what would you say to people who want to shift their energy, but are hung up on that idea of ascension being utopia? Just know that your eternal state, that which you call death, your completed state where you are existing in, 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 in a stream of consciousness, <laughs> you are all part of that. And, and when you are not in physical, you are in that stream of pure positive. That there is no contrast. There is no ego. There, there is no fear. There is no polarity tugging at your vibration. You, you are in a stream of pure positive. And, and that is your existence. And, 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 and as soon as you are in that state of existence, because of your high intelligence, you get bored. We describe it as going to a five-star resort and laying by a swimming pool and having your every need met for two or three days is a lovely experience for you. For two or three months, you're going to become very bored. It's exactly the same. You are going to get into that utopia, utopian perfection in your completed state, and, 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 and you are not going to be stimulated by it. You're going to want to return to a physical existence to have yet another contrasting experience of finding the freedom and joy because what you appreciate here on planet Earth, the things, the, the, the mountains, the lakes, the travel, the luxury cars, the delicious food, the, 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 the other bodies that you appreciate, all of the things that you discern as your preference and that you crave and you appreciate are all your physical expressions of source of that which we are. You look upon it, you want it, you crave it, you appreciate it, you desire it. That, that is a physical version of source for you. And, 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 and you can have that. 
and you can exist in a state where you are experiencing most of your life having the things that you want. But the key here is that you get there through the contrast of overcoming your negative obstacles to arrive at that place. And, and, and you are not going to stay there. You are not going to reach a state as a physical being where you have every single thing that you want. It is not possible because polarity is going to drag you down your spiral. And no matter how much of a perfect life you manifest, polarity is going to drag you down. You are going to throw a wrench in and disrupt that perfect life because that perfect life, once again, is sitting by the pool for five months for you. And it is not challenging enough. It is not stimulating enough. That's why, that's why the wealthiest, most successful, what you consider most beautiful people on your planet are on headlines all the time. What they're doing to screw it all up because it's natural for you to do it. It's natural for you to go down your spiral and disrupt whatever state of, of perceived perfection you have reached. Because that going down your spiral and creating that next obstacle and disrupting or blowing up and having to recreate to build it back again, that is the process of universal creation. You, you are creating something new, whether it is a mood or a home or a city or a country or a planet. That is the, the, the process of universal creation. And that's why you are all here in physical. To, to experience unwanted, go up your spiral and allow a solution to be new creation. And those of you that get it, move through that process very swiftly and, and you are master creators. But some of you have cut yourselves off from all of that and you are down creating obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And in your lives, as David says, are a hot mess, one problem after the other. And if you know, if you are not one of these people and you are adjacent to one at work or in your family, you know how they're doing it because they talk about the problems constantly. It is their focus. This is what's wrong now. This is what was wrong yesterday. I'm broken, I'm sick, and I'm alone, and I hate my life. Well, of course you do. You are working very hard to manifest a life that is a hot mess. It doesn't have to be that way. Everything is within your power to change. You just have to claim your power by taking full responsibility for what you have manifested and what you're going to manifest in the future. Thank you. And, and you just made me think when you said that Hollywood types. Robert Downey Jr. is like the perfect example of somebody who manifests amazingly and drops back down. So um, our next question is, how does one forgive a soul? I've forgiven the human, accepted the spirit they embody, but the soul. How does one forgive a soul? When, when you're speaking of forgiveness, you, you are very often speaking of, of, of an act, a transgressor that, that manifested in your life at the human level, at your 3D earthly reality level. It is our promise to you that there, there is no soul consciousness that is a transgressor for you. You're, the soul consciousness is existing in a stream of pure positive. It is the human version that has cut themselves off from the soul consciousness, that has gone down their spiral, perhaps feeling like a victim operating out of fear and, 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 and victimizing you in your mind. And you are, you are a co-creative component of that. So the forgiveness should be easy. That event, that transgressor was your co-creation in the first place. And that co-creation did not come from either one of your soul consciousness. 
It came from the ego-based human consciousness, the fear. You're fearing of, of being victimized in whatever way you were. And the other person's fear, very often believing that they must assert themselves on another in some way to keep themselves protected from being victim. Misguided indeed, but very common. There is, so there is no need to, to, to go to the higher level and, and deal with forgiveness soul to soul. The souls are fine. In fact, we, we hear you use the term soulmate very often and, 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 and often misguided. You, you indeed meet other human beings that you resonate with so highly, so instantaneously, that you know there is a soul connection. And there is something special indeed about that soul connection, that that is one that you are meeting that is your vibrational neighbor. But you place so much pressure on it, and you believe it has to turn into some romantic relationship. And, and, and it can indeed turn into a powerful romantic relationship if, 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 if everybody is free of fear and willing and interested and on board and vibrating similarly. That can. But inevitably, when you've got that going on, you place so much pressure on it that it's inevitably going to self-destruct. You say to yourself, this is my soulmate. This is the one that I'm meant to be with. There is such resonance here. And then you start hammering away instead of allowing. And in the hammering, you, you are destroying that human relationship. Your transgressors very often are your soulmates. We shared earlier through David. The, the woman who was speaking of her son being murdered, the, 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 the one who was murdered and the murderer were most likely inter, intertwined from a soul perspective. You, you think it's all this the romantic stuff. There, there was a close connection there that drew them together in this, this event, this major event from your human perspective, murderer and victim. Yet it was a co-creative experience that offered both of them their contrast that they were seeking from a soul consciousness perspective in their human lives. And, 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 and we share all of this understanding that that is not your automatic perspective as a human being. We, we are dragging you up to our level a bit because there is clarity up here. And of course, theoretically, we are not up, we are energetic, we are everywhere, but th th there, there is such clarity on every aspect, both positive and negative, of your existence as a human being from this perspective. And this perspective is available to all of you because we are part of all of you. And when you come to that perspective that the one who was murdered at age 23 senselessly was living his contrast and completed his desired mission as a human being in that lifetime on planet Earth and understanding that you're all doing that. That's why you're not going to arrive at perfection, because that is not your desire, nor it is the purpose of physical contrast. But do notice that positive outweighs negative all the time. The storm will come through and cause destruction. But you always clear it out. The blue skies return. The air is recharged. Something bigger and better than ever is built back from it. That's the process of universal creation. And the sooner you start appreciating that, you will then start appreciating your co-creative involvement in all of your transgressors and, and start appreciating how your next obstacle is the launch pad of your next new creation. And your next new creation is your expansion as, as a human and as a soul consciousness being. You are all on an evolutionary journey as people, as humanity, as a species, and, and, and as a soul consciousness, you are all on an evolutionary journey. 
of moving through different physical experiences more and more into what we describe as the core of source, becoming more and more one with our energy, more and more part of this. You, you are all on that path because the, the more coming in is the powering and the expansion of us. We are energy. We are either expanding or we are dying. And as I promise to you, we are nowhere near dying. We are ever expanding. We are eternal as you are. And you are all part of this. Celebrate that. Do not fear your obstacles. They are serving you. They are serving the great purpose of, of, of making you more and more one with the wholeness of who you are, which is absolutely more and more into the core of the source of all creation. Wonderful. Thank you. And our next question is, how long should one meditate to get to a high vibration? You can reach a high vibration in a matter of seconds. You can reach a state of high vibration without meditating at all. Meditating is one tool, one tool that is available to you to clear your mind as quickly as you allow the clearing to occur and your, your deep breathing, your appreciation, your, your clearing of your thoughts can raise your vibration in a, in, in, in a snap of a moment. Holding yourself there in that meditative state is something that takes work and training. Learning to be up your spiral in a state of active appreciation without sitting quietly is far more valuable. Because you can do that while you're driving. You can do that while you're sitting at your desk at work. You can do that while you're cooking dinner for your family. Being in a state of love and appreciation is high vibration. The purpose of meditation is quieting and calming your mind to reach neutrality and connecting with our energy and allowing us to help you up your spiral. It is beneficial indeed. We do not guide you away from meditation at all. In fact, we guide you to, to meditate for a little bit every morning and, and set your positive intention for your day and perhaps do it again at your bedtime so that you are setting positive intention for, for sleep. But you are not here to meditate your days away. It is luxurious to, to, to sit quietly for an extended amount of time on occasion, but you are not here in this physical realm to sit for hours a day in meditation. You are here to be physical and, and you can reach the pinnacle of, of, of your spiral as high as you can possibly go doing any activity. If you do that activity through appreciation and love of self. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Um, and so this isn't so much a question, but could you speak a little bit to the idea of issues from previous lifetimes affecting us in this lifetime? When you begin to speak of your previous lifetimes, we give you a bit of a hard time because you are infinite and, 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 and you could spend the rest of your days on planet Earth exploring your previous existences. And you have been everything from a flower to a flea to, to an animal to a human. You, you, your energy has flowed through many different existences. And, and, and what that does for you is all those different experiences, the amalgam of all of that makes up your unique soul consciousness imprint indeed. But you do not carry baggage from lifetime to lifetime. You are carrying, you are bringing in your unique aspects and you are aligning vibrationally with your point of entry on planet, in planet Earth uh, in regard to what you wish to experience while you're here. 
And those of you that really want to, for lack of a better term, turbocharge your ride into the core of source, you will project yourselves right into the most contrast. You will project yourselves into a cancer-ridden infant body or into starvation or into genocide. You, you see these, these tragic things from your opinion occurring and, and you never want to see them again. And we understand your perspective of that, but you feel pity for the person. And you are not fully understanding that that person from a soul consciousness perspective wanted that experience, wanted to be projected into poverty and illness and abuse, knowing that in their overcoming of that and they're moving through that, there was going to be great expansion offered to them. And you are all on your own paths. And when you project yourselves in, you are not here to clean up things from the past. You are here to take all of that as your unique self with your unique traits and, and identity and, 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 and desires that are unique to you. That's why none of you are identical to your parents, even though you bring some of their traits in with you. And, and have a unique human experience and manifest your obstacles in this lifetime. Overcome this lifetime's obstacles and find your path to joy and freedom, discerning your preferences in this lifetime. You are here to live this lifetime. If you were here to clean up things from the past, your ego would not overshadow your recollection of all of that. But it does, and that serves you to have this unique human experience. So anyone that tells you that you need to clean up things from your past lifetime is, is doing so from a rather misguided place. There is plenty for all of you to clean up in your current lifetime, in your current vibration. You have a lifetime of work to do just to clean that up. You are not here to clean up an infinite amount of past lives. We got a lot of junk here that we need to deal with, right, in this lifetime. So you do, you manifest all of it, and it, and it absolutely can all serve you. It, it is all there as your creation waiting for you to correct, to overcome, to solve, to appreciate, to learn from, and expand in that process. And would it be fair to say that, um, you know, when we do past life regressions or we go into past lives, that we already have that, we've already created that vibration in this lifetime, and now we're going back to find something that matches a current vibration that we have in this lifetime? You, that you are, when you are tapping into energy, whether it is the energy of the wholeness of who you are or the energy of another, you all have the ability to tap in, and, and, and some more than others, no two of you are alike. And you, you, you are tapping in, and you are perceiving it from your current human perspective. And that's the very best that you're going to be able to do as a human being. So when you are told that there is an angel with long golden locks of hair that watches over you, that, that, that is the one perceiving that energy in a way that they can comprehend. There is nothing wrong with it, but we call that humanization. You are humanizing. And you are humanizing your past lives. It is very interesting to us. We hear these, these, all of these past life readings, and they're always something that's very similar to who or what you are now. Not very long in the past, something that's, that's accessible. And, and it's a reading of energy and a decoding from that human being's perspective, the way they comprehend it, and, and they're sharing it with you. And they may be very, very accurate in their comprehension of it in a way that resonates with you. They can offer you something. But there is very little to be gained from going back and exploring your past existences. As we have said, they are infinite. Which one? Why? What is it doing? You've got enough to clean up in this lifetime. Focus on this. You are here focused on this lifetime. 
you come in without solid recollection, you have a little bit. And then that's why we say your, your ego overshadows. Your ego overshadows to deliver your life of contrast. But you all know that you're eternal. You all know that you have been before. You all know that you're bringing in traits that are foreign to that of your parents. You all say things like you are from another planet, that you are independent, and you are. You're absolutely right. You are. But the, the ego consciousness, the human of you, overshadows all of that so that you can focus on this unique human experience as to why you're here. If you were here to focus on those other lives, you would come with full recollection of all of it. There is no value there for you. Zero. Thank you. Indeed. So um, our next question is, if people know everything when they die, what's the deal with ghosts? <laughs> Again, you, your, your perception of energy and your humanizing of it <coughs> is your version of a ghost. There, there is residual energy of those who have lived before. Energy is, is, is swirls around and stays. And there are certainly physical places where, where negative events happen, that the, the, the structure maintains some of that negative energy. And that, that, that imprint in time is swirling around there. And some of you have the ability to tap into that. The human beings that were part of that are gone. The soul consciousness that was part of that is gone. What you are reliving is that, that trapped energy of the event, the, 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 the circumstance. The, 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 the ghost is not that person's soul consciousness living in a house. It does not work that way. Is a soul consciousness being you're omnipresent and omniscient. You are everywhere and know all things and have very little use to stick around as a human being trying to continue to relive a human experience that you have completed. There's no value in that for you, and therefore that is not occurring. That, that is the residual energy of a being, a consciousness that is there and is available. And those of you that are more sensitive can pick up on that energy. But it is the, the energy that is left behind that is not the one that is now. And very often when one is reading, they are, they are reading you more than they are reading the dead loved one. The, the, the passed on loved one may be present in the vibration. And what they are reading, interestingly enough, is always the most current lifetime that you identify with. That's because they're also reading you. And you, you know exactly what we speak of because you are infinite lifetimes. So if you want to contact your dead grandmother, the one that is doing the contacting, how do they know to dial into that one lifetime of infinite lifetimes? They are dialing into the energy that you are aware of and you're part of. That's awesome. Thank you. So I, I think this is the question. What would be the first step in bringing yourself into the now? Making yourself present in the now moment. I'm thinking that, that, that is about the, 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 the tools that we have delivered very much are about that. The, the, the forgiveness of the past all the way to the point of appreciation so that you only have appreciation for everything that's occurred in your life, especially the negative things that are active in your lower vibration, cleaning all of that up through appreciation, forgiveness, all the way to the point of full appreciation deactivates that in your lower vibration and allows you to focus more on the now. Then releasing fear, fear of the future. You all fear the future. What if? 
What if I do not have enough money to retire? What if I contract a disease? What if my loved one cheats on me? What if I have pain in the future? You do not know what your future is because you have not yet manifested it. And when you are fearless, you are not sitting in a state of worry about your future. When you make a broad statement, uh, the universe always takes care of you or pampers you, as David says, and leave it at that and forgive and appreciate your past, you are able to ground yourself in the present. And, and he has learned to do that. He has learned to very much appreciate his present and live in the present moment. There is a version of the future that he is very much wanting, but he understands that the joy is not in the future. The joy is in the now. The joy is in the moment-to-moment activities, experiences, encounters that he encounters every day. And this is true for all of you. But he has took him, in his opinion, quite some time to arrive there. But now that he has, he's living in a state of joy every single day and interacting with other people with whom he resonates, solving his problems, loving himself, feeling more health and more elation than ever. And this is available to all of you. We are here sharing this not for David's benefit, but for all of you. He gets it. He gets it. Because we are flowing to him. But you can all get it as well. One way or another. Can you speak a little bit more about, um, we understand the value in being present in the now moment, but there's also, as you said, David has versions of the future that he would like to see come into fruition. So what's the value of putting some of our energy focus on what we want to create for the future? It is, it is deliberate creation. You, you, you are intentionally creating the future that you want. It's just important to understand that the, the road to that is to have a very clear picture of what you want and to back off the hammering away at it Make your work being joyous, which is enjoying your now, and understand that you do not have to place that order over and over and over again with the universe. If you know what you want moving forward and you are making your work being joyous in your now, you are going to receive a very like version of that every time. And the only thing that slows it down is when you go down your spiral and you allow the static to come in that deactivates the creation of it. Doubt, fear, impatience, all of those negative emotions that slow it all down. For David, it is impatience. The detuning of impatience serves him. The detuning of fear serves all of you. All of those things, the impatience, the, the doubt, the, the envy, all of those things are rooted in fear. Fear is the true negative emotion. And your most negative acts on your planet can all be traced back to fear. All of your crime is a fearful co-creation. Wonderful. Thank you. Can you speak a little bit to the idea of synchronicity? I know a lot of us, as we are becoming more in alignment with our source self, we start to experience a lot of synchronicities. The more you move up your spiral into positive emotion, the more synchronicities, the more you're aligned with, with people, circumstances, and events of a higher vibration, and you are attracting them right to you. And you find yourself having these, what you call amazing experiences from nowhere, meeting the, the stranger that you resonate with, going out with friends and, and having this spontaneous, amazing night, having an amazing dinner, 
meeting someone and having an amazing sexual encounter whenever you choose to do so. All of these things are, are the same. It's the, it's the alignment. That is your synchronicity. It's, it's the you are in high vibration. The other circumstances are high vibrational circumstances. The other people that may be involved, and very often there are other people involved, are equally high vibration. They're an appreciation of you. You're an appreciation of them. And that high vibration, there's your synchronicity. It's the law of attraction, the basis of all creation. Awesome. Can you tell us what music David enjoys that raises his vibration? David enjoys a variety of music that raises his vibration. Everything from very, what you would consider irreverent rap music to, to, to dance music, to country music. He enjoys a variety. And, and when he is in alignment and is in the mood and is listening to the things that he wants to listen to and he's singing along, he, he's in high vibration. Hopefully no one has to hear him singing. Um, perfect. Thank you. So this next question is, um, is it possible to be admiring and being one with the divine as much as humanly your body will allow to create a passage to the complete divine state? The, the passage to the complete divine state is what you call death, and you're all going to do it. There's your good news right there. You're, you're all going to, to transcend this human body and return to your completed state and reemerge fully with what you may call the divine. And, 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 and that is what that process is. As long as you are in physical, you are going to experience contrast. You're going to hold yourself away from that sometimes. And that is by design so that you can create some negativity in your life to, to, to be the launch pad of your next new powerful creation, which is where your expansion comes from. You, you are not intending to reach a divine state as a human being. You are not intending to be fully enlightened all the time as a human being. You absolutely can reach stages of enlightenment when you're up your spiral. Go down your spiral and you are a different human being. That is why people go down their spiral and say and do things that they quote unquote do not mean. It's not that they don't mean them, it's that they are operating from down their spiral. Sometimes the nicest person, the most benevolent, loving person could go down their spiral and deliver contrast, significant contrast to another. And yet you hold yourselves accountable, each other accountable, as if that negative version of them is the wholeness of who they are. And that is not true. That is why forgiveness is so important. Every single one of you will go down your spiral and harm one another. You will harm the ones you love. You will harm the ones you love the most from down your spiral. But that down the spiral action is not the wholeness of who you are. That was a down the spiral moment, a down the spiral activity. This is, this is why we say that your parents were supposed to screw you up by design. Because inevitably, your parents are going to go down their spiral. At times, you are the reason they go down their spiral. And when they're down there, they're going to deliver contrast to you. They're going to plant seeds in your minds as small children of unworthiness. And in that serves you. Those seeds of unworthiness cause you to have more of a contrasting experience moving into throughout your life into adulthood. And some of you reach middle age before or even beyond before you fully realize the impact of one or two little statements from a down the spiral moment with your parents that happens when you're three, four, five years old that set you off on a negative trajectory for the rest of your life. 
but that is your contrast. That's why you're here in the first place. Thank you. And um, Nazreen, if I didn't get that question right, let me know, but I think that's what you were asking. Um, and then let me draw all my things. I think, and Paula, let me know if I'm asking this question right. If people draw all bad things to themselves, then is there no need to help others? You naturally, when you are up your spiral, wish to be helpful to others. We will tell you that the very best that you could do to be helpful to your fellow human is, is to present your own up the spiral version of you. It is inspiring, but it is up to them to be inspired by it or not. Sometimes they are so far down their spiral that you are not inspiring to them. You're actually pissing them off because you're in such a good place. David, David posted a, a picture of himself and, and, and a story about a positive transformation that occurred in him. And, and, and he received negative comments out of jealousy. But their own, the, the, the one who is viewing it is so far down their spiral in that moment that his transformation and his positive message, though well-intended, did not land that way on them. It was annoying to them. They're down the spiral. They're down in being a victim. They don't want to hear how someone transformed their lives because they have yet to figure out how to do it for themselves. So it's easier for them to say, you are annoying <laughs> than to listen and be inspired. They are not in a vibrational vicinity of being inspired by something of that nature. Because that's why we say that's the very best that you can do is be inspiring for those who are ready to be inspired. But understand that it is not your job, nor is it your business to hold anyone away from their contrast, including your own children. You are all here for your contrast. If another is living theirs, you have to allow that. That doesn't mean that you can't assist. That doesn't mean that you can't donate and give to the poor and volunteer. But understand that you are generally doing that for you. And if it takes you up your spiral to do that, do it. There's no judgment from us whatsoever on that. Awesome. Thank you. Another question is, why forgive if nothing is wrong? From our perspective, nothing is wrong. There is no right or wrong. and We are not judging any of this. You are, you are all here living perfection. From your human perspective, you are hurt by other people. Even when you accept that you are a co-creator of it, that certainly helps you on your path to forgiveness and appreciation. But when you feel negative emotion toward another for something that in your perception they have done to you, that is negative emotion. And it does not, it, 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 we, we will say it does not serve your overall intention. It does serve a purpose. The purpose of that negative emotion is for to take you down your spiral and allow you to create more negative unwanted things in your lives. But we understand that if you are here as students of Taya or Law of Attraction 2.0 or the teachings that we are offering, you are here because you want improvement. You are here because you want your path to joy and abundance and clarity and, and in connection to our energy. Why else would you be here? And, and, and if you are in that state of wanting, the, the, the path to forgiveness of everything that you perceive as a transgressor all the way to the point of appreciation detunes and deactivates those things in your vibration. Again, the forgiveness is for you, never for the one being forgiven, ever. Very often, the one being forgiven is not even aware of the need for forgiveness, nor do they care to have it. 
so true. All right, is there anything you want to leave us with um, as we're about to wrap up? We, we, we have delivered quite a bit of information in a short amount of time. You, you have drawn quite a bit from us, both when David was, was interacting and, and, and his allowing of us to flow freely as he has. We guide all of you to, to go back into this recording and watch this a few times because there are multiple layers here and you're all co-creators of it. And, and there are things that are answered that you have not heard yet. And there's enlightening statements that have been shared that you have not yet fully comprehended. So the closing statements is not that we need to deliver more. The interaction that occurred here was perfection. And you are co-creators of that perfection. The, the, the thing that is needed further is for all of you, if you so desire, no assertion from us, you, you can move on from our teachings and never listen again. If you so desire, if our words resonate, absorb more of them because you are on your right path. And you are the only one that can discern that, whether that feels right for you or not. And we are the first ones to tell you that if our teachings do not feel right and do not resonate, you are right to move on from them. We do not have David on street corners recruiting. We are here for those of you who are vibrationally ready and matched for this message. And it's not by accident that you were here listening to it. Much love. That's all we have. <laughs> uh, I love doing this because. Um, you know, I write something down and then they talk about it as soon as I write it on the paper. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I, I am it. buzzing right now, so I can't oh, make that, a problem. And I'm too. When I cry after it's always a good session. Jeez. They wow. said it at the end, but I could just feel it was like a multi-layer experience. I'm definitely going to have to go back and listen to this one because I there was a couple things that I was reading questions and I didn't quite hear, but it was definitely powerful definitely a lot of amazing information so um so that concludes our fourth episode of the stream live i hope you got some good information from the stream and if you want to tune into these and, and participate and ask questions we do these on uh, the spirituality gone wild facebook page every wednesday at 4 p.m pacific almost every wednesday so you can join that page and look out for uh, the announcements of our live the stream of David live channeling events. And you can come in and ask your questions and interact live with the stream. I hope you will participate because your participation is the co-creation of new information from the stream. Thank you all so much for listening. Namaste. Thank you for listening to learn more about the stream of David, visit the stream of for topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email David at the